episode 110, sponsored by Maritime Madness. Today we have TriStar Vancouver Bantamweight, Ali Wasuk. Let's do it. Hello, folks. How are you? Welcome back. Episode 110, as we mentioned, sponsored by our friends over in PEI at Maritime Madness. Thank you for supporting us and uh, check them out. Use that code. Get some hot sauce rubs. Rub your meat with their sauce, I guess. Uh, that wasn't a very good plug. Anyway, uh, welcome back. It's probably been a week or so since we've done a podcast. I shaved my beard. I'm thrown off. I'm rattled. But uh, we have a fantastic guest here, folks. Uh, a guy based out of Vancouver. He's a tri-star bantamweight out of there. Three and one as a pro. A pretty big amateur career. Seven and three as an amateur. Uh, a guy who's pretty battle tested out there in the West Coast, and a guy who obviously, you know, like the end goal. Everybody else, they want to get to the finals. You know, they when when I say the finals, the big show. You know, one FC, UFC, Bellator, these kind of things. Uh, and he's on the right path. He's doing all the right things. He's doing fighting. He's focused full time on fighting. And obviously, he's under Mr. Cajun Johnson out there. Pretty good guy to be under, you know, a guy with a shit ton of knowledge and who, who's been there and done it himself. So, uh, without further ado, let's bring him on, Mr. Ali Wasuk. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for joining, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. How's things out on the West Coast? Things are great. Things are starting to pick up again. Uh, people feeling a lot more comfortable to train. Uh, gym starting to pick up again. Obviously, there's still some uh, a few rules, but but going in the right direction. So that's good. Fantastic, fantastic. That so like gyms are slowly like. Can you grapple? I know you guys can kickbox a little bit, but yeah. So what we did is uh, basically at my uh, we have a core group of guys that we just train with. The each other mm -hmm. same thing uh, for tristar as well okay um sorry we're having some uh, audio issues here you're basically just talking about how you're training with a group of bubble like a bubble eh pretty much like a bubble well, exactly kind of what the end ah shit can you guys hear me yeah, we're kind of. I'm gonna bring you out and bring you right back in. One sec. Don't. Yeah, cut off. Don't watch it. All right. How's that? Better. Nothing like live TV, yeah. folks. There you go. Perfect. Awesome. So you're training like you're yeah, you're I'm back sorry. in bubbles. That's the same. The, the same thing here is, is bubbles at 10 for the most part. Uh, yeah, about the same uh, in one um, and three in one and then five in another. So, yeah, that's kind of what my bubble like. Nice. How, so people, like you said, they're a little bit like out here on the East Coast. We have a two week quarantine compared to the rest of the country. So if you come to the Maritimes, you, yeah. you have to quarantine. Even if you're from B.C., you have to oh, quarantine wow. for two weeks. Wow. So it's but it's so we have really small amount of cases out here, yeah. which is nice. But yeah. people are fucking like going crazy. They're yeah, going sideways. It's super interesting. Yeah, how people are handling the situations and everything that's going on right now. It's it's super cool. I'm actually uh, headed to uh, Toronto to do some business, hopefully with uh, with a cannabis company that I'm looking to work with. Uh, nice, fantastic. So I'm 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 glad to hear that. Uh, that they're not doing the two week quarantine because that would have been 
shitty to go out there. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I don't know what it is about uh, out here. You know, obviously we have an, an elderly population, but everybody does in Canada, right? So it's it's yeah. interesting. But how how did you like? Uh, you know, I know a little history about you. You know, getting into martial arts and it basically like any other kid at, at 16 or 17 you kind of made the choice you were like i don't want to really party you know like i don't want to really be involved in that scene i kind of want to fight i want to dedicate my life to this is that correct is that right yeah absolutely you you kind of hit the nail on the head i had uh i had a lot of naysayers i was super passionate about martial arts since i was a kid my uncle was a black belt in uh in karate my brother was um a black belt in taekwondo um and uh he just from a young age, they were always like sparring and playing, play fighting and things like that. So yeah. I was super into it. Um, but yeah, I, I started, you know, growing up and kind of, you know, like any kid started fighting on the streets and, you know, kind of made the choice. I was like, why don't I try to do this professionally? Yeah. Yeah. And then is this, were you always based at a TriStar? Is that no? Uh, no, I was, uh, I started off at a place called Stand Up Muay Thai. Um, they're still mm -hmm. around in DC, um, moved over to clinch MMA, uh, under mm -hmm. Sal Ram, um, there and then, uh, and then made the move to TriStar. Nice. Cool. And do you, do you go to Montreal at all? TriStar Montreal? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Yeah. I've been there two or three times now. Um, and yeah, phenomenal training out there as well. Faraz is like a, a wizard. He's yeah. a wizard. Yeah, he's he's in in a short period of time, and I go. I try to do all my sparring there, and all my uh, uh, kind of because they have a lot of bodies there. So I do a lot yeah. of my sparring there, and uh, he in a short period of time, he's a wizard. He teaches me a lot in a short period of time. So it, it's funny. Every single person that talks about him says the exact same thing that you just said. He's like, it's a wizard. Like there, and there's only you know, there's lots of fantastic coaches in MMA, like high level MMA, but he's like almost like the goat. One of them one of them really like there's so many to name obviously i don't i don't want to see go, but like he really is like anybody's a brain and and it's interesting and cajun too yeah you know like there's a guy who's been there done that exactly and he's been under for us for like 10 years right so he's he's definitely picked up some tricks and trades from him too yeah yeah it's interesting you guys so What's the whole, uh, like, is there grappling events coming back there at all? Like, is there, like, I've heard rumor, so dealing with our commission out here, I've heard rumor that you guys are going to be possibly the first to do events, BC. BC, yeah. Well, that's, um, you're, you're the first to tell me, so that's great. That's see? Yeah, that's amazing. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows if that's true? Like, uh, but I know we're, like, we're, out here we're like we're like we're very close like they're they're letting the major junior hockey league go forward with yeah. all maritime athletes and anybody from outside the maritime maritimes they came in quarantine but they'll be so our, our commission their argument to the doctors like if they're out there playing hockey and fighting yeah nice then why can't we fight in a cage that's the most ridiculous thing right so they're gonna let it go for two weeks and see how it goes and then be like boom you guys should be good to go so fingers crossed fingers. who knows yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so what was um you know obviously you come out and compete in nova scotia but like bfl they do, they in rise like there's a lot of really good events out west and uh but you've competed all over you like what was it like to you compete in the world championships twice or once uh once my teammate john Nguyen actually he, he was the one that competed twice and uh, twice. yeah i was lucky to have him on my team because he he told me what to expect and it was nice nice to know going in what what it would be like you know I bet. I bet. What was the whole experience like? It was phenomenal. It was just like, uh, 
I'm super into like anime and Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Nice. It, it, it was super that kind of vibe. Like you just go into a tournament, like a you know the best amateur fighters across the world are there. You know people that are basically professionals. It's like you know a professional fight, but three minutes with some padding and stuff like that, and you know a few different rules. But the the level of competition was so high. It was it, it was just like you know, and I I was actually cutting weight every day um oh wow which a lot of people weren't doing um i had three fights um so i had three fights in three days and uh and uh yeah i was cutting weight every day i was cutting about five pounds a day um because i was at that sweet spot i was either gonna fight at 55 or 45 mm. but my teammate john Nguyen, he uh he fought at 55 so i was like i'll just i'll just stick to 45. Nice. Um, i'm a i'm a bantam weight but i mean you fight a one weight class above just because of the weight cuts and everything that um, is yeah so you didn't fight twice in one day you but you fought like two three days in a row wasn't that it three days in a row yeah three days yeah, in a row. yeah. nationals it was it was uh twice in one day yeah and so what was uh to me i would think that three days in a row would be worse than twice in one day i think because so you, it allows your body time to be like oh that sucks yeah yeah there's there, there's yeah. a few bumps and bruises that you don't notice till after the fight so yeah <laughs> wow and where was that that was out in Bahrain, in the Kingdom of Bahrain, and they're super big on martial arts and just like it was so cool because it was the first time I experienced going somewhere where people are like, "Can I take a picture with you? Can I?" You know, awesome. they were just super like appreciative of the sport and like anywhere you go, "Hey, can I take a picture? Can I take a picture? Or what? Where are you from? And what do you do?" And yeah, Very so cool. cool. Yeah, that's interesting. That makes you it feel it feels good too as an athlete to when that happens, right? It's like. Yeah. the whole experience of everything you know win or lose sucks you know everybody's for especially for people like you competitive athletes right like i want to win but but deep down when you're 50 or 60 years old you're in your like you're going to remember that trip like that's how amazing yeah like that those people want to take my picture that was cool as hell yeah. and that's just the start for you who knows where this could all go right exactly, exactly. i'm looking at the big, big four for sure um and it's platforms like you guys you know uh fla bfl all you guys that kind of you know mold us into being ready for the for the next level so yeah it's super yeah that's that's good that's good that's great uh well said because we look at like bfl like they've done it like i don't know how many events like 50 or 60 events now 65 actually it was 65 i think and uh like so you like to me like we've done lots of grappling events but they're nothing but we did one mma event and we have a lot of steam no question about it but bfl or these are the people that you look up to in the sport because it's like without these people i wouldn't be here doing events period like it's yeah. just the way it is man like there's lots of guys out here like uh peter martel and, and the williams brothers who've done lots of mma elite one and if it wasn't for those people like the the platform wouldn't be there for a lot of people right so it's it's like i i'm always interested in that and how promoters kind of like but I, you gotta be respectful of one another like you gotta work together like yeah, the end goal is to get you know fighters to the next level, and 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 like I think as as Canadian martial arts is, it, it you guys are all doing a phenomenal job from what every experience that I've had at least. Yeah, I I have to agree. I think everybody they're like everybody's leading their way in in a diff in a different area, and uh, I think it's phenomenal. I think everybody some somewhat works together too. Like I speak to a lot of promoters across the country quite a bit, and yeah. I think that's what's important, man. Like I have a ton to learn. John and I, we have a ton to learn every day. We're learning something about this game. We're both jujitsu guys who've been at it a long time, but 
realistically, when it comes to promoting fights, you're like, oh my God. What? Yeah. Like, you know, it's just a whole, every day you're learning and growing just like an athlete. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's awesome. You guys have a jujitsu background. I love grappling. It's it's definitely my uh, favorite martial art, I would have to say. Yeah, is it your favorite? Interesting. Yeah. So do, do you grapple in the tournaments a lot? There are quite a, there's a ton of tournaments out in the West Coast. Yeah, you know, you know what's funny is um I actually gravitate so much towards jujitsu, but I've actually never competed. Oh in, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's super interesting. But like, yeah, jujitsu is definitely your grappling is really good. Really good. Yeah, I, I, lo I love to grapple up grapples from super young age and like uh, kind of like Ronda Rousey and her mom. My brother did the same thing to me. He would like lay on top of me and like I would have to use frames to get up. And so it just like as I grew up and the more we did that, it just kind of became natural, you know. Very cool. How important was that? Like I, I, I'm always interested in that because like your brother, obviously, you mentioned him a few times here now. And yeah, he obviously was a massive part of your life massive yeah especially in the martial arts uh like i said from a young age like he we we were an immigrant family right we didn't live in the best neighborhood um and he was he kind of came in as a teenager i was still super young um so he went you know had a lot of fights in the streets and and he kind of just was like okay like i'm gonna i'm gonna show my little brother to defend himself on the street you know and it was like fighting in my neighborhood in Toronto was just like super normal at the time. It was just like, you know, just another fight. People would see fights on the street and just walk past, you know, it'd just be like another day. Really? So, yeah. So I guess from a young age, my brother was like, I'm going to make sure that my little brother can defend himself. So he, he definitely played a massive role in my martial art development. I love that. I love that. It's, it's important to have those people, those mentors that, that are going to get you there. Right. And well, what I'm, I'm interesting from your like uh, perspective of being, being an immigrant family of what's going on in the world right now and, and everything like how, what's your perspective in, on all of it? That It's crazy. It's crazy. It's because the, the crazy thing is, it's like, you know, everyone, everyone's saying like, um, you know, all lives matter. And, and, you know, obviously right now we're going through a big thing of black lives matter and people are trying to say like, Oh, well, all lives kind of matter, but it's, it's not about all lives matter. It's about like, you know, what's going on right now. And right now it's, you know, a lot of, um, African-Americans are kind of dealing with a lot of, you know, problems in, in America and mm. find that, you know, we kind of as other immigrants and as everybody really, where we stick behind them and show them that, you know, they're not alone in this anymore. And it, it, it is a new, uh, you know, a new kind of wave going on where we all support each other. We all kind of help each other out. And it, it, it the biggest, the bigger picture is like, you know, to stop racism as a whole, you know, it's not, it's not just... Yeah. It's not just on a lower level, like let's post something today and 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 hope that, you know, it changes. But it's like, you know, just being consistent and being on it and 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 yeah. just helping where you can, you know? Yeah, I think the checking people, like for real, like, you know, I think that's a huge thing. Like have those uncomfortable conversations. And I love hearing that from somebody like you, because when you have a little bit of a platform, it's important, whether it's one person or 10 people, right? you know, like if you can like spread that positive, like vibes it's i know it sounds cliche in some ways but that's the, what i kind of take out of it like if you're going to be if you're going to be a dick like racist and not that i ever would have let it go before yeah of you course. know what i mean but yeah. now i'm really not going to let it I go mean, I'm I'm gonna, right? yeah i'm gonna make it yeah of course you know like I, it's just anyway but it is what it is right but it's those it's interesting what's going on right now and i think i look at martial arts as a you know i'm not 
I don't know. You can go to any jujitsu club around the world and there's people from all backgrounds of all walks of life, lawyers, people who, who janitors, people who promote fights, people who are doctors or people who are nurses, whatever it happens to be from all backgrounds and no one cares. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. Right. It's like, it's got its own language. Like you, like I could go somewhere and not speak a lick of their language and, and just start rolling and we just kind of understand each other, you know, it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, it really is a beautiful thing, man. It's uh, it's interesting. I don't know if you, you know, you actually fought an East coast guy. Did I? Yeah. Dylan, uh, Dylan Lee. Lake, Lake? I don't know personally. Yeah. Lake, yeah. Yeah. Lakey, yeah. 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 yeah he, was, uh, he was a tough opponent. I actually, that was uh, my third fight in the nationals. Um, and I actually severely like sprained my wrist in that fight, my right hand. Dude. So it was, it happened in the fight before. Um, and you know, you only have like 12 hours to get ready for the next one. So I was like, we were like stimming it. We were like icing it. We were trying to get it going, wrapped it super tight, but the first punch I landed, it landed right on his forehead and I just felt it right after I was like, Oh man. And it was my first time. And that's the beauty of amateur, right? It was my first time dealing with that kind of adversity. Um, and, and it taught me a lot that loss. So it it was, it was one of the biggest lessons I ever learned, you know? So it, 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 I did lose and, and Dylan's a tough guy. We're friends now. We've, we've, we trained for the world together as well. And nice. Cool. Super nice guy, and that's the beauty of martial arts too. You know, you end up fighting each other and then you shake hands, right? So totally, that's that's the thing. Like it's that's exactly the beauty. I'm I'm interested. Let's talk about that a little bit because am, amateur MMA. It's weird because in some provinces it's, it's illegal, mm. but out here it, the commission has done a really good job out here with the amateur. They 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 have their faults, like any commission. But they come about it honestly out here. I will say, like they're yeah. with us. They're really wanting to work and help us succeed, and they've been really good to help us. Long story short, the amateur MMA, you have to have three fights before you can punch on the ground. So yeah. it's only grappling on the ground. And now one that kind of does puzzle me is a little bit, but you can kick to the head. So it's not like you can yeah, kick yeah. to the head, but you can't punch on the ground. So, but I get the head smashed on the canvas. So yeah, you know, I get that, but. So yeah, it's like, but you know, once you get those three fights in, then you can go, you can punch on the ground and still be amateur. Yeah. Don't, you know, it's, and it's, yeah. and it's amazing. Like it's, it's our first card. I was amazed because so many people in the crowd are like, why are these people not punching? Even though our, our commentator would say, or the yeah. host would say, but they are so people are wasted on their like drunk, That's right? It's right. so like, yeah. why is that punch in the face? Like, yeah. like I'm like, well, it's grappling. Like, fuck you, what's grappling? I don't yeah. care. Like, yeah, like, hit him. <laughs> yeah, hit him, hit him. Like, so, but you know, it's then you got into the amateur fights where they could grapple, and it was like, oh, like you, you a noticeable difference, right? Just yeah. because of that transition and how things transition on the ground. So it was, it was interesting to see, but I, I actually like it. I'm a fan of it. Truthfully, yeah, I mean, like a lot of people don't, but yeah, I mean, you don't truly like, I mean, it, martial arts is such a beautiful thing because for some reason, everybody thinks they can do it. And, and, you know, yeah. if you're truly committed, absolutely. I, I'm not saying like, you know, you need to be special to be able to do it, but I, I like that aspect of like, you know, the first couple fights, feel it out, see if it is for you, because I mean, I'm sure, you know, um, it's not it's not an easy sport right so yeah definitely a tough sport you'd have to be mentally tough so i think that you know having those little rules 
definitely benefits um, the fighter and, you know, making sure that they're okay and that, you know, the sport is for them. Yeah. Well said. And like you're a guy who has had 10, yeah. you know, so you, you took like, and how old are you? If you don't mind. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like per perfect timed perfectly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like three yeah. and one pro career now, like perfect, perfect, man. Very smart. Yeah. 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 I, I, I was blessed. I mean, I was obviously, it's so important to have mentors, like you said earlier too. Um, I, I, I was trying to go pro a lot earlier, but Cajun was, you know, really adamant about on me doing the champ, uh, the IMF world championships. So, um, and I'm, I'm glad I did. Cause again, I learned a lot, um, from that fight. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mentors, coaches, man, people around you, you know, it's because it, it happens on other sides too, where there's people who, you know, you, you see how it goes sometimes, but yeah, I tell you the wrong thing. yeah, exactly. Right. But, uh, when you, when you have the right people and you know, they're in there for the right reasons, it makes a big difference for sure. Yeah. What about your, uh, your management? Uh, yeah, my management phenomenal guys. I, I started working with them, I believe, uh, going on two years, maybe a year and a half now. Um, phenomenal guys, two lawyers, you know, super passionate about sports. Um, you know, just guys that are trying to, um, help, help fighters get to the next level a lot easier, you know, maybe get some sponsorships. Um, they're always looking at, you know, promoting companies. Um, and you know, they're aiming for big companies. It's not a little tiny companies there and they're, they're trying to do it for their whole roster and, and yeah. they're just growing and it's, and it's good to see. Yeah, it is good to see that. I know we we tried to get Tyler. Tyler was going to fight on our first card, Tyler Van Kill. So yeah. we were dealing with Sonny and Mac a little bit there, and and uh, it just didn't come forth. But they were great to deal with, and it's too bad. But I'm sure it won't be the first, or it won't be the last time. I guess yeah. we'll be dealing with them. So yeah, it was. Uh, we'll have to get your teammate. We should have had him on this show, Johnny. Um, John, but yeah. we'll get him in the next show for sure. What uh, do you have? You ever missed weight? Uh, in my amateur fight, I missed weight once, one time. I'll give, yeah, I'll give I'll give you that. Yeah, was so it like I, one of those ones in three days type deal. Uh, no, no, no. It was actually so it was my second fight. Um, I went to Calgary. Um, and it was um my first time cutting weight alone. My coaches were still in Vancouver. Um, I flew out there by myself to get my medicals and everything in. Um, wow. Yeah, so it was a it was a it was a last minute fight too, and I didn't know how important medicals were and all that stuff. I just was like ready to fight. So they're like, "Hey, you need your medicals? Like, fly out right away." So I flew out, and then as I passed the doctor's office when I was finished, I passed the booster juice, and I had a booster juice, and it just spiked my like insulin up, and like I could not shed any weight. Like, uh... yeah, I didn't know about the water loading. I didn't know. Like, hey, don't have sugar, don't have fruit, fight week. And the day before the weigh I slammed the booster juice. So <laughs> <laughs> you need a sponsor. You need booster yeah. juice to sponsor you moving forward. That's a that's funny. It's and there that goes Ben back to amateur, right? Like you don't so, know the like it's funny. Like I, I don't like I one thing I like our promotion is really big on is like uh, for me, like my coach was always like anybody who wants to compete MMA in my club, you always have to be at minimum a blue belt. You have to come here and show me at least two years dedication yep. as a blue belt. And then sure. And that's, that's just the way it was. And like, I, I'm not an MMA. Like I don't do like, I've done maybe like five or six fucking MMA rounds in my life. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not, it's not my thing, but I've done lots of grappling rounds and I'm very well aware of the difference of what, you know, what they are. Um, 
but it's to me it's like I don't know both sports can bring so much out of a person right and and, right. and what like for you like what's kind of a big thing like through covid that you've kind of taken out of this and like really worked on for your game I guess like to improve yourself the biggest thing I would say I worked on and and I'm super excited to showcase it in front of uh in front of people because it's 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 something beautiful and it's it's my boxing like my nice my boxing has jumped up you know levels during this like quarantine um time and it, it, it's something that i'm super excited to showcase we actually got a boxing coach in um uh his name's dan and uh he's uh he's a phenomenal boxing coach actually worked with like uh trainers that work with canelo alvarez so um super well-rounded guy and and on top of working with him i i think my boxing is something that's going to be very exciting for people to watch very cool any interest in an actual boxing match i would totally love to do a boxing match um super excited to do um i would gravitate like more towards like a boxing match than like a kickboxing match for me personally um not that i don't love knees and elbows those are like one of my favorite weapons as well but uh i think boxing is so much like a chess match so it's super interesting uh for me it's yeah. kind of like you know yeah definitely yeah it's it's somewhat it is like you know i'm not going to speak ignorantly on boxing because i'm not a I'm 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 not knowledgeable enough to 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 say you know I'll be I'll be uh, honest about that I know the sport well enough but I I can't say that yeah I'll just shut up I guess what was living in Russia like um, um, like you spent a lot of time over there with your uncle that's how like you get back to your uncle he was he karate black belt am I correct karate black belt yeah he had his own like dojo and everything like that uh, I'll I'll post some pictures on my uh, on my social media of him throwing some fancy skates back in the day so um but yeah it was uh i was super young i don't i was fluent like i spoke when i see like baby videos i spoke i spoke fluent russian um uh, but now i can't speak russian at all so it's super super cool to uh to see that i you know and like it, it'll come back easier for me too throughout time but living out there it was super interesting because it like we were in afghanistan and uh the war was pretty bad there and we we left to go to russia and it was actually like a war between russia and afghanistan so uh oh, man. yeah it was uh it was super interesting like my my mom was pregnant with me and she actually got beat up by a soldier um when i was like when she was pregnant with me like you know i think like seven or eight months pregnant with me and yeah she she got like beat up by a by a soldier that broke into the house Anyways, long story short, we uh, we made the move to Russia because my uncle married a Russian woman and he lived out there and he was kind of sad and he's like, hey, you guys can come here. It's safe. Um, you know, my mom, like pregnant with me, have a baby daughter and a baby brother, uh, both wow. super young. And she's like trekking to like forest to like, you know, I mean, you can't just hop on a plane and come over. To yeah. Work, you know, so. I give her props. She's super tough. You know, she was a super tough woman, single woman as well. Um, from my, from my, you know, I, I never met my dad. So super, super tough woman. She was, uh, yeah. So she, I get a lot of toughness from her. She trekked all the way through forest with, you know, pregnant with another baby and made it safe to Russia. So I give her, I get, always give her props. Man, that is a wonder. What a woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Super what? strong woman wow good yeah. for her amazing yeah. amazing anybody out there complained about your fucking netflix account not working listen yeah. to that story yeah you know that, that's the kind of stuff like that's tremendous wow yeah 
Wow, yeah, crazy. It, it, it makes you think a little bit like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, like, you know, I, I can't get that t-shirt or, you know, something so little. Totally. And, it's like, and it's like, you see people like, they don't even have the next meal, you know? So it's, yeah. it's super, you know, one thing that I always tell people is like, appreciation is key, you know? Yeah. yeah you know, it, it, appreciation, you start putting everything into perspective a little bit. So yeah. appreciate well, you got right. <laughs> Yeah, well said to you too. Yeah. You know, I think that I think that's fantastic advice. And it's if everybody, you know, and it sounds cliche, but just be good to one another. Like, be kind yeah. and be respectful. And you know, get like to me. Like, I'm a big hugger. Like, I love yeah. giving hugs and be like, especially the people who don't like it, the uncomfortable yeah. ones, because they deep down, as soon as you give them the hug, they're like, oh, they're smiling, right? Like, yeah. they're they, it's some. Well, I've had a couple that maybe haven't smiled, but. But you still, know, you're absolutely right on that, though. Like, you give somebody a hug, it's like, yeah, they're, like, a little bit standoffish. But, like, if it's genuine, like, they feel that, you know? It's all energy. They do. It's they all- do. Even your family, like, like anybody. Like, just a good hug. Like, a, just a good embrace. Like, that. Yeah. To, I know it's, like, there's people can say what they want, but it's it goes a long way. So, especially during yeah. this that's it. Get with small. I don't think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to be advertising, giving hugs. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you you got any haters you ever dealt with haters uh a lot you know i've dealt with haters uh from from an amateur um you know as an amateur and it's it's shitty to say but it's even sometimes the people closest to you who yeah who don't do it intentionally like i mean one story that i um i watched jay-z's uh biography and he kind of told in the in his biography he was saying like his uncle was like you know stop rapping you stop like, you know, singing, like, you're not going to make money, go get a nine to five job, go do this, go do that safe, you know? And, and I've had that too. I've dealt with that as well, where people around me were always like, you don't need to fight. You're, it's too late for you. You can't fight. Like, you know, you should, you should be training since this age or you should be doing, you know? And at the end of it, I'm always like, you want to be in my shoes. So that's why that, you know? So I've always dealt with haters and I've always dealt with naysayers, but, um, you know, I, I'm 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 aware of it, and and I know I know that you know I'm doing what I love to do, and and yeah. that's all. You know, that's it. That's it, man. You can't, you can't focus on any of that kind of negativity. It's it, it's interesting you say that. It's and because every time I ask anybody that question, it's always the same answer, because the no one ever gets bothered by the people online. Yeah, or the trolls. It's the people who are close to you. Yeah, that this, you're like what? Like really? Yeah, it's hard to believe, right? But it's just—it's the sport we're in in life. The life, it is what it is. Every sport, every like it is. You know, if you can, I think of life sometimes where my my whole life is now fighting. Everything my whole life is other than my wonderful girlfriend and family and other things. But for the most yeah. part, it's fighting, right? And yeah. it's it. You think back to the other parts of your life, it was kind of the same, right? Like you made mistakes and but here I find fighting is just so much more when people cross you. It's just like a different. I don't know. It cuts deeper or something. Super. Yeah, it's weird. Who? Uh, I guess we'll finish this off with a question I ask. Uh, I've asked a few people, and I'm going to start asking a lot more people. Um, if in your gym, everybody knows there's these people, but like, who's the person that has the stinky gear? Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You, yeah, he like he's he comes in. He tra- he used to train with a wife beater. No, 
Yes, yes. We would do nogi classes and he would be rolling with a wife beater. And then he would have that same wife beater the next class. So Cajun oh, no. told him like, hey, listen, you need to like bring like two, three changes or pairs of uh, shirts for the next class and make sure you have deodorant on. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. it's yeah. funny folks. We're not, we're not talking about this to pick on anybody, but it's, yeah. it's, it's something every club it does sometimes like people do it and it's always funny because you just yeah. roll with them anyway. Right. But it's just, you fight oh. through, but it's not the best, you know? Yeah. I, I, one time legit, I couldn't, I did yeah. it one time. I was like, you, you smell like garbage. Yeah. Your geese smells like garbage. And he was like, well, it was in a trash bag. It might have been like some like close to the garbage. And I'm like, it smells like like a dumpster. <laughs> anyway, he kind of got defended and left. But yeah. I was like, and you know, I, I, you know, that in my purple belt days, I was going through a little bit of a rough time. I was kind of a dick for a good minute there. But it's, you know, like I'm, I, when I say I was a dick, I was just like straight to the point like that, yeah. right? And just yeah. kind of. But now I just wouldn't probably do that. But it's it is important to be clean, like so man, important, right? I mean, like a ringworm, and you know, those are the biggest things, and it puts you out for a couple of weeks, you know, like or a week. Like it, it's just for someone like me to miss a week of training is like that, you know. Yeah, not good, not good. So stay yeah. away. Keep yeah. clean, everybody, and let's get yeah. uh, Sammy some defense soap. I yeah. love it. Love it. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. buddy. Well, thanks for joining us, buddy. Uh, and uh, where can everybody get in touch with you? You know, any sponsors or anybody looking to follow your career? Yeah. Um, I want to just give a quick shout out to all my teams. Um, TriStar Vancouver, TriStar Montreal, uh, K. Jan Johnson. Um, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Alliance Coquillum. I want to give a shout out to Giacomo, my head coach, and uh, Rampton, the assistant coach. Uh, New Edge Alliance, Ibi Ali, my strength and conditioning coach. I love that guy to death. He's he's like a brother to me. He's, he's helped my career so much. I appreciate him so much. Um, and my recovery guys at Strike Recovery, Bernie and Ali, shout out to you guys as well. Uh, Mylan Manage Management, Sunny and Mac, I love you guys. Thank you for getting me on the show here. Um, FLA, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. And uh, follow me on Instagram at ali.bumaye786. Awesome, man. Very yeah. well done. That's it. That's part of fighting. You can fight, but if you're articulate and you can speak a little bit like you just did, beautiful, man. The sky's the limit. And it's funny you said about Ibi Ali. Everybody talks so highly of that guy. Very yeah. cool. I love yeah. that. I recommend it to everybody that's in Vancouver. There you go, buddy. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us, dude. And uh, hopefully we'll hear some fight news on you very soon. I appreciate it. Look forward to fighting for you guys one day. Awesome. Please, hopefully yeah. we can work it out. Thank you, buddy. Chat Thank soon. You. There you have it, folks. Ali Wasuk. Awesome. Fantastic episode. Great chat. Uh, very easy. Great speak. Uh, great, great. I can't speak myself here. Uh, very articulate young man, you know, speaks very well and uh, presents himself very well. Fuck. Very well. Uh, so he's a great guy to have on the show, uh, great guy to chat with. You know, it's that for me, a lot of these shows is, you know, we're a promoter and we love the sport, blah, blah, blah. We can talk about that all day, but for all, for me, it's also about connecting with people that have similar interest in the sport too. You know, you like it's about meeting people and like not you know. For me, sometimes I've went in my life where I struggle with putting my head down and kind of I don't want to talk to people. And this has been a really big thing for me to to chatting to people again and really kind of socializing in a in a roundabout way that started in quarantine and now here we are 
110 episodes deep and it's done wonderful things for our brand. So we're going to keep it going. And uh, without that, uh, obviously we have some fantastic sponsors behind you. This episode sponsored by our friends at Maritime Madness. Make sure you check them out. Use the code FLA10, maritimemadness.com and uh, get yourself some hot sauce or rub or whatever you need. All right, folks, thanks for joining us. We will be back. What day is today? Monday. We'll be back all week. We have the Christine Fader hosting an episode on Wednesday night, tomorrow night. I don't know who is on the show, but uh, yeah, we just uh, signed Diego Sanchez for next week as well. So that'd be a fantastic episode. Mr. Diego Sanchez and Joshua Fabia from the School of Self-Awareness will be joining us together. Um, make sure you head on over to Fight League Atlantic, folks, and uh, shop. Obviously, there's some good apparel there. Shorts will be there soon. And you can subscribe. I can't speak today at all. It's been a long weekend camping in the woods. You can like, subscribe, and share all of our social media. That'd be fantastic. Much appreciated. And, uh, yeah, keep being great. Tomorrow, we drop our first athlete for the Submission Kumite 1, live on pay-per-view only. Only available at fightleagueatlantic.com. That'll be tomorrow, athlete number one. We are back, folks. Excited to have an event on the docket for October. So make sure you get that pay-per-view and support us. We've been putting out tons of product and content. So hopefully it'll pay off and we can put on a great show for you. All right, folks, lots of love. Have a fantastic rest of your Labor Day weekend in Canada and uh, wherever else you are in the world. Thanks for supporting and subscribing and listening. And uh, we'll catch you soon. Goodbye. We love you. Oh, 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 oh,